Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Well, Claudia, this week we are starting a new series, a new series I'm a little bit excited about. Tell us about it. Why are you excited? Because <laughs> we've been talking about this so much. No, it's we're, we're calling it Bridging the Work-Faith Divide, and we live this stuff. We talk about it all the time, and so now we're going to talk about it with everybody that um, for our listeners, for whose spirituality is important to them, work is part of where life is lived, and yet we experience it more compartmentalized and as a divide, and we don't know how to be who we are there or how to bring that part of us to work, or even if we should. So we're going to tease out some of those things and have some fun with it and do it from a perspective that we don't usually hear these things discussed. So tell me, what is the tension that you see between these two elements, having being responsible for a certain degree of uh, spiritual care and cultivating faith, and then this thing that we have to do in order to survive in to this world, survive. which is work? Yeah. Well, how most of us experience it and how it's structured in our culture is two completely unrelated realms. So people have a work life and a career, and the, they're focused on the tasks and the relationships and what that job is about. And you know, from that perspective, that's appropriate. And then personally, on their own and private, many people share a spirituality of one form of another. You and I share a Christian spirituality and invest in that, in the relationships and the communities and the churches and the different values that make that up and try and live that out. Uh, why, we, why we're going to discuss it is we're thinking maybe that's a false divide, that those aren't separate realms, that we take who we are everywhere, and we really want to be who we are and be natural about it and not be forced and not feel that we have to leave part of ourselves at home. It's coming out in more and more areas in our culture. People do not like leaving part of themselves at home, you know, whether it's something that they believe politically or personally. It's, you know, you need to accept me for who I am. And we just don't know how to do that very well in our culture. So we want to make it normal. It does seem like there are two schools. One of them is that you leave kind of faith stuff out of the workplace altogether because it's inappropriate, because it has nothing to do with what you're doing. And then there's a realm which seems to cross many barriers in that um, faith should be all about what work is about. So mm-hmm. that you want to cultivate a faith life in your work, which can be inappropriate or not exactly uh, the right realm or in, in the way that you're approaching it can be hostile towards others in the workplace. Exactly. So when you're going to take something that's distinct about you into the workplace where you share it with a diverse group of people, be it your faith, be it your politics, be it your, what you believe about the school system or anything, um, you're going into a shared space. And so, yes, how you bring that has to be thoughtful and respectful, but not merely disowned. Now, what's interesting about where the subject is discussed most often when you hear your priest or your minister talk about this is they talk about bringing the stuff, the content, the things you believe and talk about in church into the workplace. For example, values. For example, evangelism starting Bible studies, how to be moral and ethical. It's very important to live those out in the work context. And, you know, you and I aren't disagreeing that those are good discussions to have. But what we want to do is talk about work. We want to keep the conversation. And this is what we're going to be doing over the next four weeks, including today, is we're going to talk about work items. We're going to be talking about 
delegation. We're going to be talking about conflict. We're going to be talking about planning. We're going to be talking about the concrete things in the vocabulary of the workplace that we're trying to make happen, and then how being a person of faith might inform or help you be better at those work things. Does that distinction make sense? It does. If I could paraphrase, it's almost like bringing part of yourself in the workplace in the context and categories of the workplace. Mm -hmm. So really integrating sort of these two, shall we say, not halves of a whole, but these two kind of kind of pie sections of your life and kind of integrating them in a way that's authentic and uh, meaningful to the actual stuff you're doing. The actual stuff you're doing. Exactly. So for example, many companies get very nervous when they talk about people's faith at work because what people are doing is they're coming in and talking about their belief system and maybe wanting to persuade other people of its value and wanting to share in it. Or they're talking about, as I suggested before, we need to uphold a certain ethic here. And that makes them nervous because then it is, you're bringing something out of one realm into the other and, and almost imposing it there. But what we're saying is if the topic is delegation and working with people and helping them participate. So being a person of Christian faith, some of your starting beliefs are that people have value, that they bring a lot to the table. And if you respect that and create a space for that, it will come alive. But what it means to be human is to be able to have a stake in something, to be able to participate and um, not just be a commodity. Well, that's really valuable information for the work topic. And that came out of something that they believed about what makes people tick. So that's a different perspective. We think it's new. We think it's not being talked about much. And we, want, we think it would be very valuable for it to be discussed. And so we're going to start pulling that apart over the next several weeks in four different areas. So we're going to look at a career as kind of, is that a, a call? Can, is what you do a part of your spirituality? Or is that just for missionaries and and ministers? Or is there, you know, can, is there a sense of purpose of why you're somewhere? Another area we're going to look at is character and what kind of people we are at work. Again, not in the sense of being moralistic, but in the sense of what it means to be human and how we be ourselves, as you described so well, how to be authentically us in this context. And we're going to look at community that we work with other people. So we don't just get to go and do whatever we want in this war of being ourselves but that we share, that we collaborate, that we work together, and we can work through these things goes on. And then finally, we're going to talk about being people of influence. You know, core to what we do with each other, Bold Enterprises, being cultural architects, is helping people design their own workplace culture. And you can't do that unless you can talk to each other about it. And so there, being a person of influence means not forcing your way on anyone else. It doesn't mean I get to be the boss, so what I say goes, but it's how to create a certain kind of atmosphere where people want to work hard, where they're invested in it, where they're having a good time, and those relationships can work through the wonderful aspects of collaboration and achievement and the difficult aspects of trouble and conflict and bad economies. Well, I do look forward to next week's topic, particularly as we talk about call, because I feel that from those who have authority in our spiritual lives, we do have a sense that work is always diminished and faith is always held up as kind of what we should be concentrating on. Mm -hmm. But the reality is we spend most of our waking hours in the workplace. Oh, and to diminish that, that seems head. to be 
well, hard to deal with because we have to be there. Well, it's a false competition, and people feel unfairly put upon as if any time I invest in my job, it's some kind of slam against the value of my faith, as if to go to work is somehow, well, you said it best, diminishing instead of core to who you are. I know pastors and ministers don't intend to set up this competition where they're trying to get people's time to be involved in the church ministries and the church activities and spend less time at work. I know that's not the stated goal, but that is the effect. That's a great insight you have. It creates this kind of guilt of being committed to other things. Well, we are going to have fun with this on the podcast, but we are also developing a series of talks and workshops and executive retreats on this topic where people of faith can gather and we're going to be resourcing them to how to stand in that space where what you are about is your work. That's what you're committed to. That's your job. That's your role. And yet how your faith informs that without taking away, but contributing to the achievement of that mission. We're excited about that and watch for that on our website. Come um, interact. You know, we post these on the blog as well as elsewhere. So uh, leave a comment, ask a question, say what goes on where you work. We'd love to hear the real life issue that um, you come up against as you try to bridge that work-faith divide. Well, for our listeners, we're at boldenterprises.com. And thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production. 